0: Do we have a delay? Oh, there it is. Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. I'm Lorraine.
1: I'm Jeremiah.
0: And uh, welcome, and thank you for joining us today. How are you doing there, Jeremiah?
1: I am doing well. I'm doing very yeah. well. How about yourself?
0: I am good. I'm really good. It's good to see you, and back from your trip. Mm-hmm. Um, you look refreshed.
1: I I feel refreshed
0: and rested i feel
1: much better than when i left if you remember that was a rough (laughs) that was a rough podcast we did
0: (laughs) it was it was was, but you know i don't don't know it's always you know
1: you were stressed i well i was not feeling well either i was almost oh that's
0: right that's right you were oh my gosh yes i remember now yeah yeah It it was so long ago so you're all cleared up now
1: I am. I am. I think being away from South Texas kind of helped <laughs> with that a little bit.
0: Yes. You know, I was hearing on the radio that, um, uh, and you probably already know this because you, you've you been dealing with your whole life, but Local Honey, did you ever hear that?
1: I've heard that. I haven't really done that. Um, I am diabetic as well, so. Oh, yeah. Doing straight honey isn't probably the best thing for me, but I could probably, if I wanted to, I could probably work it out.
0: So the other thing too, now I don't know, I, did, I this was like on the Today Show or something, I think they were talking about it. I was not on the radio, maybe. I can't, I don't even remember anymore. But anyway, um, they were saying that you can actually purchase pollen. And they say it's, I know it sounds really weird and gross, but they say that local pollen, it doesn't taste like anything. And you just, like, you know, put it in your tea or your drink or whatever. And that would help, like, give you natural immunity to your um, allergies.
1: Well, you can do, like, well, that's what, so if you do allergy shots, that's essentially what they're doing, is they're shooting you with the pollen. Oh, there's a certain formula where it, it starts low and then it builds up and then gets pretty thick and black. And then, it, you know, after so many years it's supposed to work.
0: Does it, um, do you do allergy shots?
1: I don't do allergy shots cause I tried them for a long time and it, it was inconvenient trying to go <laughs> yeah. shot every week. Cause there was a point in time when you could do it yourself and then they stopped that. And then you gotta go in every week and you gotta sit there for fifteen minutes and wait and they do sell like at these all natural shops they sell these like just drops that supposedly you put on your tongue, which is the same concept. it's the pollen. I haven't done that
0: hmm.
1: um I have a nose spray and a pill that I take, and that does a great job except for about once a year, I just get my, they get overwhelmed. And then this, you know, I, I just get really, really bad. Mm. Um, but for the most part, I mean, the, the no spray and the pill work. So the allergy well, like, if it works, just keep doing it.
0: That's what I always, I just said that the other day to you know, my husband about something. I said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh, 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 okay. This is probably what the little thing should be talked about, but, They put potato chips in Reese's peanut butter cups. Have you seen this? No. Who the heck does that? Why? Why? The purity of the chocolate and the peanut butter. You don't need the chips. Why would you do that? Um,
1: (laughs) I don't like Reese's peanut butter to begin with. I can't imagine adding chips to it would make it better.
0: Well, it's not my favorite. I do like them. Because I like peanut butter and I like chocolate, so and they two do mix quite well together. But that's not my favorite chocolate candy, which is fine. But why again? Why would you want to do that? It's like yeah. it's like M and M's when they keep putting stuff inside the M and M's. Don't do that.
1: I don't know. I do like peanut butter M and M's.
0: I like peanut butter. The peanut butter or the peanut M and
1: M's. Peanut butter M and M. No. That's,
0: yeah. No, that's a, what do you call it? What are those things called? Oh, like Reese's Pieces.
1: Oh, I love Reese's Pieces.
0: Yeah, no, I don't do those either. See, and I'm
1: not a huge peanut butter fan, but I could, oh, I could eat my weight in Reese's Pieces. <laughs> and my wife loves peanut butter cups. She loves peanut butter, and she hates Reese's Pieces.
0: Yeah, I don't like the peanut butter, the Reese's Pieces. Not a big fan. I'd rather eat Skittles.
1: Man. I like Skittles
0: i love i like sour skittles but they're really not good for your teeth that sour stuff that acid it's not good for you
1: really probably good that i don't eat it then
0: (laughs) yeah no i mean you know that stuff will you know tear a hole in your stomach lining (laughs) it's not good for you all that sour stuff gabriel loves like uh when he was little, he didn't really want chocolate candy for Easter. He wanted more, like, the Skittles and hard candies. and But then he got into, like, Sour Punch. And mm. so then they got, like, Extreme. And then there was, like, what are they called? Oh, I always forget the name of it. But they're, like, Exponentially Sour. Right. And I don't know what the name of them are. but And they're not even on... I, you can't find them anymore. Like I don't think they make them because I think that they were like, I think people were getting sick from them because the sour was too. There was too acidic, mm, too much. Mm. And I think kids were like, you know, not gauging how much they were eating. I don't know. But I'll remember I'll, when I remember. I'll uh, I'll let you know next week. <laughs> I can't remember right now. Right now. <laughs> Uh, anyway all right well i know that um i mean we can sit here and chit chat and we can chit chat during the little things and we'll hear about your trip and we'll do some more catch-up but uh i think uh those of those people out there listening to us probably want to get right into it
1: yep, yep.
0: so uh you want to pray and then we'll get into we are acts uh chapter four today
1: awesome. <clears throat> so right.
0: uh, do you want to pray
1: yeah let's pray
0: all right,
1: Heavenly Father, Lord, provider, what a, uh, wonderful, wonderful time that we have here, Lord. Uh, I know that Lorraine and I just feel so blessed to be able to, to do this, uh, every day, this podcast and be able to share your word into the world. My prayer is for every listener, every watcher, Lord, uh, that has taken the time to walk this journey with us, uh, that they are blessed not only from from your word and your wisdom but the relationship building and in every aspect of their life lord that uh, your word just fills their their minds and their hearts lord and i pray that uh, they're able to be uh, the best that they can be lord i pray that uh, as we go through romans we learn the just the value i love romans lord and, and the valuable lessons that are within it and the exploration of our christianity i think uh, romans does a really good job of of clarifying a lot of things lord so i pray a blessing over each person that's reading this uh reading through this with us and most of all i thank you for your son who died for our sins so that we can read your word and can have a intimate relationship Uh, one-on-one with you and i pray all this through jesus name amen
0: amen lord take us where you want us to go let us meet the people you want us to meet let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way in jesus name amen amen all right i did not pre-read so uh this is all fresh for me um so we are and i don't think i brought this up at the beginning of the podcast today but we are episode 25.1 which is huge. I mean, that's like a milestone, I think. I don't know. I don't know the... the you're better at math than I am, so...
1: <laughs> Whatever. Five,
0: five times 25, what is that, 125? Am I wrong? Uh,
1: sure, that sounds about right.
0: No, is that right? Five, right.
1: five times 25 15. would be 125.
0: Five times two is... No, it says 115. That's not right.
1: No, 25 125.
0: 125. it is 125 all right well that's 125 episodes that's better than a sitcom
1: i know that's great right?
0: i know all right uh, <clears throat> so we are in romans chapter four the faith of abraham abraham was humanly speaking the founder of our jewish nation nation what did he discover about being but i'm sorry What did he discover about being made right with God? If his good deeds had made him acceptable to God, he would have had something to boast about. But that was not God's way. For the scriptures tell us, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. When people work, their wages are not a gift, but something they have earned. But people are counted as righteous, not because of their work, but because of their faith in God, who forgives sinners. David also spoke of this when he described the happiness of those who are declared righteous without working for it. Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sins are put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of sin. Now is the blessing only the Jews... Or is it also now is this blessing only for the Jews or is it also for uncircumcised Gentiles? Well, we have been saying that Abraham was counted as righteous by God because of his faith. But how did this happen? Was he counted as righteous only after he was circumcised or was it before he was circumcised? Clearly, God accepted Abraham before he was circumcised. Circumcision was a sign that Abraham already had faith and that God had already accepted him and declared him to be righteous even before he was circumcised. So Abraham is the spiritual father of those who have faith but have not been circumcised. They are counted as righteous because of their faith. And Abraham is also the spiritual father of those who have been circumcised but only if they have the same kind of faith Abraham had before he was circumcised. Clearly, God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants was based not on his his obedience to God's law, but on a right relationship with God that comes by faith. If God's promise is only for those who obey the law, then faith is not necessary and the promise is pointless. For the law always brings punishment on those who try to obey it. The only way to avoid breaking the law is to have no law to break. So the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift, and we are all certain to receive it, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses, if we have faith like Abraham's. For Abraham is the father of all who believe. That is what the scriptures mean when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he would become the father of many nations. For God had said to him, that's how many descendants he You will have and Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though at about a 100 years of age, he figured his body was as good as dead. And so was Sarah's womb. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. And in this, he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. And when God counted him as righteous, it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit. It was recorded for our benefit, too, assuring us that God will also count us as righteous if we if we believe in him, the one who raised Jesus, our Lord, from the dead. He was handed over to die because of our sins, and he was raised to life to make us right with God. That was a lot of stuff. Yes. <clears throat> Um, I did a little bit of highlighting.
1: It's, it's one of my favorite chapters. Really? Yeah.
0: That's good to know.
1: And, um, it's, it's probably because more of my background. Being raised, uh, Catholic and, um, at the time being works centered, like, trying to earn my salvation
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i hear you because we're both on the same page we're both we're both raised the same way so um you know and it's funny because uh life leads you in different paths and so you know i was raised as a catholic uh but then you know, I think I've mentioned my dad died when I was 17 mm-hmm. and I don't know if I was, I wasn't, I don't know if I was angry at God, but I was a little bit like confused. Why would God do this? You know, cause I didn't know God. I didn't know how I didn't have a relationship with him. Right. So I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and later on when I moved away, you know, satan has such a funny way of like putting these ideas in your head Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. they sound so like you know uh normal they sound like oh that's credible that's a possibility you know so i was like off on these tangents you know trying to figure out you know what the whole thing was all about but then you know in god's good time you know i i got saved when i was 33 you know, so it took a long time, you know, for me to, you know, figure it all out. But when God wants to get a hold of you, he makes it really oh, and yeah. clear.
1: Exactly.
0: You know, so, you know, I think that for anybody out there and we're going off a little bit and we'll start diving into what this chapter is about. But if you're praying for somebody, uh, don't don't lose hope because uh, God will get a hold of them. You know, if you earnestly pray for them. Uh, it's not in your time it's in his time and you know what it might be on their deathbed you don't know right. you know so i that, i say that to people all the time because they're like oh you know so and so not a believer uh they died a non-believer i'm like you don't know what happened in those last minutes right. those last seconds you don't know so i i don't know the grace that god has and you know so i i don't discount anybody who lived their life as a non-believer if because in those last seconds you know i think god gives you the opportunity right up into the last well, breath yeah. so because he doesn't want to lose anybody that's that's the way i mean yeah I so anyway where did you start <clears throat>
1: um well i started with uh, verse two and um what i really highlighted was um the end of it because if abraham had earned his righteousness it would have given abraham something to boast about yeah and and it wasn't that he couldn't he didn't earn it god accepted him because of his faith and so it's glory to god
0: yeah i i did the same thing i underlined the same thing I did, uh, I did put Abraham, I, under, I highlighted his name at the very beginning, and then the founder of our Jewish nation. It's mm-hmm. kind of just to give us a little reference, even though we all know who Abraham is. Well, not everybody knows who Abraham is. Right. You know, I mean, we're just assuming, you know, but we've probably got people maybe who who don't know all the stories and are brandy spanking new to it. So I encourage you not only to read with us, but if you have time to dive, this is to the listeners out there. Um, if you have time to go in and start reading your Old Testament at the same time, 100% encourage that because the richness of the Old Testament, of the history of the Israelites is amazing. And if you can really push through, uh, we just finished up Samuel, First uh, Samuel and it's packed with history and where it all, I mean, it's just amazing. So, I I encourage that to learn the history of the, uh, of the, of the Jewish nation. So, all right. And then where did you go from there?
1: Um, continued on, uh, with Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteousness because of his faith. Mm -hmm. You know, again, it's, it's not something that Abraham did and it's just, it's over and over again. It's, Uh, paul is saying hey it's his faith it's his faith it's his faith that did it
0: yeah yeah that was i didn't even get a chance to circle because i was reading and i'm really sorry i was a little sketchy with my reading (laughs) a couple of things but anyway but i'd like to be yeah i mean like right there in uh in verse four or five it's Mm -hmm. because of their faith in god so that's like I think the first time, no, second time that he says it, I'm I'm interested when we as we work through this. I'd like to circle how many times he says faith, right? You know, because I, I think that's amazing. You know that he's uh you know he's he's spot on, and he started it in chapter three. That's why I got so excited right. yesterday because that's that was like the crux. That was like the whole like everything packed into one. Yeah, and so like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, So I did all of, I did up to uh, verse three, but then I continued on into four, but something they have earned, their wages are not a gift, but something they have, I'm sorry, when people work, their wages are not a gift, but something they have earned, but people are counted as righteous, not because of work, but because of their faith in God, who forgives sinners. I mean, it's, again, it's all, this whole chapter is all about, like you said, it's about not the work. Right. And, and, and he's not saying this yet. I think later on he says it, it's not that you're not supposed to do work. He's not saying that. He's just saying you're forgiven because of faith, not because of work.
1: Right. So
0: there's a, there's a, you know, there's a lot that you got to understand about that.
1: And I like how he compares it to a gift that forgiveness is gonna you know and he'll go on and explain that later in grace we talk about grace being a gift and because we don't earn it it's given to us
0: that's right yeah and then he talks about david Mm -hmm. uh talking about uh did you underline any of that
1: well the yeah the whole thing
0: (laughs) i mean this whole book this whole chapter could have been highlighted really Pretty much. I mean, I, and I didn't because I was too busy trying to read correctly. So, so when G, uh, David says, uh, oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sins are put out of sight. Yes. What joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of sin. I mean, that, you know, it is joyous. It's joyful knowing that because of your faith, you're forgiven. Everything that you've done, everything that you've thought, you know, it's, it's white clean, mm-hmm. you know, and even the future. I mean, we say that, you know, when we say the sinner's prayer, past, present, and future, Right. because as humans, we're going to be continually making bad choices. That's just human nature. You can't help it. And well, you, you have,
1: go ahead. Well, I was going to say what's interesting is Cassie and I had a conversation a while, back. it's been a while, but we were talking about forgiveness and, and praying and everything. And she says, she tells me, and it really hit me a long time ago. she says, I don't, I don't pray for forgiveness when I sin because she says, I'm already forgiven. I pray to repent and change my ways. But she says, I don't go and I don't say, you know, Lord, forgive me for today that I did this and that because he's already forgiven me. And I was Really? That was like, wow, that's, that's faith. That was like, that's faith. Like, you know, your sins are forgiven and it's not that you can go and do what you want and we'll get into, you know, Paul gets into that. You know in romans but to realize it's you know we we're forgiven now it's it's the building like okay let's get better from that point on
0: right and you're gonna find that you get better because you want to get better because you are striving to be as christ-like as you possibly can so Mm -hmm. yes you're gonna fall back you're gonna you know you're gonna make mistakes uh but then you know you pick yourself up and you know it's like uh it's like okay for lack of a better example it's like dieting you know people are like oh i went on a diet and then i fell off of it so i you know okay so i i'm a, i personally am on a continual diet all the time you know so to me and i don't call it a diet i call it change of eating habits but mm-hmm. you know i i'll have a bad day you know where i'm like right. snacking on junk you know and i'm like oh man i had a so then the next day you just get back and you start over mm-hmm. you know you don't wait until monday because by Monday it's too late. You don't keep binging until yeah. Monday. You got to fix you got to fix it that next day and start over again. You know, and that's I think what God does with with sin. You know, you got to you okay, I recognize I did this. I'm sorry for it. Let me make it better. And and like you said, you have to repent. Because that's a whole, you know, you don't want to be a repeat offender. I used to call my kids repeat offenders because, you know, they kept doing the same stupid thing over and over again. you're like, okay, if you keep sticking your finger in the light socket, you're going to keep getting a shock. You know, that's just the way it is. You know, you got to figure it out. So, all right. Did you get anything uh, coming up in the next section?
1: Um, Well, what really stuck out to me was the uh, end of verse 10 and um i like that you know it says clearly god accepted abraham before he was circumcised so it talks about you know when his righteousness was credited to him but it and, and it's before so i think with the you know the religious leaders throughout the old testament into jesus time were always concerned about their jewish tradition and what set them apart And it wasn't the fact that, I mean, circumcision set them apart, but that wasn't the fact that made them God's people. That's right. You know.
0: That's right. Well, they were following the law, which was good, you know, doing what God told them to do. But that's not, like you said, you know, Abraham was set aside apart and, you know, because of his faith. And it's going to say it again and again. Not because he did. And so I believe that once you. Uh, once you've committed yourself to Christ, once you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior, once you've become a believer, the other part becomes easier to follow the law. I right. think God's law is in our hearts, I believe. I think it's innately in our hearts. We know good and we know bad. But. But. Once you become a follower, I think it makes it exponentially easier to follow the law, mm-hmm. right? Because you want to do good. You want to be right in God's eyes. And to be right in God's eyes, not only do you have to have faith, but you have to follow the laws as well.
1: Right. So
0: when people say that the laws of the, the... I understand that the new covenant through Jesus is based upon the fact that he rose from the dead. But you still have to follow the laws. You you know the Ten Commandments are still there in place because you're supposed to follow them,
1: mm. right? Right.
0: So, am I going off on a tangent? Sorry. No,
1: no, you good. What do you what do you got? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I had the same thing. I had the very last line of ten, which is funny. So you know we're back in sync again, and then I went right into eleven. Uh, circumcision was a sign that Abraham already had faith. Mm. Um. And that God had already accepted him and declared him to be righteous yep. uh, even before he was circumcised. So we already we already read that. So Abraham is the spiritual father of those who have faith but have not been circumcised. They are counted as righteous because of their faith. So he's talking to the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. He's saying, OK, I I had faith before I got circumcised. God acknowledged me and therefore you're not circumcised, he's still going to acknowledge you because you're faithful, not because you've done something, you know. And I don't know, maybe those people that were uh, Gentiles who were not circumcised, maybe later on they did do the circumcision to be in line. I don't know. But it just makes you want to do God's will even more. Did you have any of that?
1: Well, yeah, I had all of that. And and I think, too, he's not only talking to Gentiles, too. I think he's talking to the Jewish people as well, saying, hey, we can't be racist towards other non-Jewish people because, in, in a sense, we come from the same person. We come from the same spiritual father. And it's a lesson of we're, we're all the same. Yes. Right. And that's what he does in chapter three. We're all sinners. You know, we've all fallen short. And Uh, our faith will set us apart
0: that's right that's absolutely right so no i think that's yeah that's very good that's very insightful um i didn't have anything again until uh the middle of 13 what about you
1: yeah me too
0: (laughs) oh that is so funny so um so clearly god's promise to give the whole earth to abraham and his descendants was was based not on, on on his obedience to god's law but on a right relationship with god that comes by faith
1: that's what if I have
0: god's to... promise is only for those who obey the law then faith is not necessary and the promise is pointless That's true i mean yeah. that's you know that's that's it kind of in a nutshell right right based
1: not on his obedience to god's law
0: but on a right relationship that's what we're we're gearing towards we want a relationship with god (laughs) you know so you can hear him clearly you know if you don't have a relationship uh a constant communication i mean look at your friendships in the in the world if you don't have if you don't keep up with your friendships you know then they sort of fall by the wayside and Mm -hmm. you know you don't know what they're doing you don't know where they're up to and you know uh It's the same with God. You know, you you want to be in a clear communication with him and in order to understand what his will is for you. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Then faith is not necessary and the promise is pointless, right? If God's promise is only for those who obey the law, then the promise is pointless, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, which I think is a direct um, point to to the Jewish leaders who... You know, Jesus always had issues with the Pharisees and everything because they wanted to live strictly by the law. That's
0: right. That's right. And not by faith.
1: Right. So
0: yeah. And then I went down into sixteen. Did you have anything else before that?
1: Um, I just highlighted the law always brings punishment on those who try to obey it because you're gonna you're you're gonna mess up.
0: Yeah. Okay. I got that too then. And so the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift. There it is. And we are all certain to receive it, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses. So as long as you have faith. Right. Is that what it's saying to you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. 100%.
0: You know, God, but again, you know, God still expects us to obey the laws, but you don't lose your salvation because you're not obeying the law. Right. You know it all pin, the pinnacle is your faith in jesus mm-hmm. that's what it all comes down to
1: right
0: so i did not get to i we kept going and i haven't circled all the faiths but i'm going to circle it after we finish up and <laughs>
1: i'll
0: give you an account on monday how many right. there are <laughs> all right uh what else did you have
1: um And then I I went into 17, he says, when he told, when God told Abraham, this is, and this is what the scripture meant when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. I just, it's, it's again, I, and I loved it every time Jesus did it and the apostles, you know, when they bring the old Testament in and they quote it and it's just clarifying, you know, this is how I make you the father of many nations. It's not because you're your children or whatever but it's the spiritual father that everything encompasses so he's he is he's the father of pretty much every nation on earth
0: that's right that's right yep uh i went down into 20 did you have anything else
1: um i highlighted how uh, again it's just about abraham's faith you know he had hope when there was no hope and he
0: kept hoping, believing that he would become the father. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. You know, and and his faith never weakened, it just got stronger.
0: Well, all right. So okay, I have to refresh my memory here. Abraham uh had Isaac, right? He's the father of Isaac, and Abraham brought Isaac up to the mountain that's correct right just use him as a sacrifice god said and he's like well this is my only son right right it's the parallel of god and giving us his only son and abraham being faithful
1: willing to do it
0: yeah he was completely willing to do it
1: you know i who would you
0: i don't honestly i
1: I, (laughs) well and waiting for as long as he did two for a son yes and Yeah, he was 100 told. years of
0: age, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And Sarah was barren. So, well, at least we thought she was. But she wasn't because God gave them Isaac. So. so, in 20, he says, Abraham never wavered in believing in God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. And in this, he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. Yes. I mean, it's just so, uh, it's so amazing, you know, that I mean, and okay, and I want to say it out loud. These are not just like stories. This is real. This is like Abraham was real. This is not just made up. And, you know, people think that the Bible is just a made up story, but it's not. It's all based upon history. And, Facts, and that's why you know it's not even. And but and then the faith rolls in to believe. I'm here. We are thousands and thousands of years later, and here we are still reading it and believing it because it's real, you know. So anyway, anything else from uh, that section for you?
1: Um, the same thing. I had same thing highlighted.
0: Okay. And then um, God counted him as righteous. It wasn't just for Abraham's benefit. It was recorded, which is what we're just talking about. It was recorded for our benefit. Also assuring us that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in him. The one who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, he was handed over to die because of our sins and he was raised to life to make us right with God. I mean, you know, Paul is like, it's like preach it brother yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. All, i mean if i was sitting there listening to this i'd be like oh my gosh this is so awesome
1: well i i think this lends to you know we get and it, i think it still happens today we get as as a as christians we can still get caught up in what the word says and not what faith adds to that word right and so jesus did it and then paul's doing it too is saying Yeah, these are the words that were spoken, but you got to look into what, what they meant not just what was said. That's right. You know, and I think it's just human nature that we get to a point where sometimes it just, we just take it at it at its word and we don't look at the depth of it and what it actually means. And so just a good reminder of that.
0: I agree. I agree. So. This is a great chapter, you're right. Uh, I, I didn't realize uh, I didn't realize how meaty it was, you know, And the funny thing is, I went back and looked at my other Bible that I was using last year when I was reading through, and I, I had the same stuff highlighted in chapter three, not this chapter because right. I didn't read ahead, but chapter three, I was looking at it. And I was talking about it today with Sharon, you know, bringing it up. I'm like, yesterday, I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit took over. Uh, in a way that I haven't had it happen in a long time and I just like I just got excited because I'm like you know this is all about I mean, you know in chapter three what you quoted it 323 for everyone is sin and we all fall short of God's uh, glory I don't know if you remember from Trinity Christian Academy do you remember Mrs. Welch
1: I do remember
0: so did you have her for kindergarten or not
1: no she was there well, when I went to school there, she was there, and then the year she retired was the year that Valerie started.
0: Oh, okay. So, uh, so Joshua had her in kindergarten. Right. Loved that woman to death.
1: Oh, oh yeah.
0: Loved her to death, uh, but it, but I also I dreaded seeing her every day because here I thought I had this kid that i raised to be so obedient i thought anyway and, and not that he's a let me just right, you know, right he's a great guy really but you know joshua danced to the beat of a different drum that's all there is to it but anyway uh so she had uh these little flashcards with bible verses on them for the kids to memorize and they went from a to z How she did Z, I don't even remember, but I still have those cards. And then the very first card was all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So that was like that literally was probably the first Bible verse that I ever memorized, because, again, being Catholic and and again, we are not uh, badgering uh, Catholicism. We are we're not. It's it's a wonderful uh, it's a wonderful uh, religion uh um, anyway, we, I, in no way, I, I am thankful for my my Catholic upbringing. I'm thankful for my mother bringing me up that way. Um, but anyway, um, i I don't think that, and I, I don't think anybody would ever uh, disagree with me on this, but growing up, they didn't teach you to memorize Bible verses. Um, I, the only people that read from the Bible were the priests on Sunday, as far as I remember. And so, uh, you know, you had that stepping stone between you and God. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, uh, having those little cards helped me. Now, I can't remember the rest of them. I hate to tell you (laughs) because that was 25 (laughs) years ago, 20 years ago. But I do still have them somewhere. I think I put them in the box that I keep all Joshua's little knickknacks and stuff. So if I find them, I will grab one and we can again. do a Bible memorization one a day. So I did encourage people to memorize that Bible verse. So um, anyway. Well, I think that's it for us. I think that we uh, finished up that chapter. We did a good job. Uh, we're going to bring... Uh, We're going to uh, bring up the fact that maybe you haven't taken the next step to becoming a believer. Um, And if you haven't, uh, we always give you the opportunity to accept Jesus as uh, your Lord and Savior and accept him into your heart. So uh, let's go ahead and say the prayer. And um, and, uh, if those are uh, people who are believers, you want to reaffirm your faith, uh, go ahead and say it with us. Holy God, Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus Christ. It's his perfect and holy blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will follow him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So if you said that prayer for the first time, we encourage you to get to a pastor or to a church. Uh, Congratulations that you today was your your birthday, basically. Uh, Write your birthday in your Bible next to chapter four, Romans, um, whatever date it is that you happen to be listening or watching this podcast. So congratulations. Um, It's a celebration, right?
1: Yes. Welcome. Welcome.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, if you'd like to tell us about your uh, new beliefs, uh, we are, uh, you want to give them the addresses and how to communicate with us?
1: Yes, you can always go to Facebook, send us a message, comment on our page, uh, Leap of Faith Podcast, and or take a Leap of Faith Podcast on Facebook. Our emails: Lorraine at Leap of faith Podcast dot org or Jeremiah at Leap of faith podcast dot org.
0: So, so, get to a church, get into a yes. ministry, uh, you know, um find a place that you feel comfortable. If there was we were talking about, you know, praying for people who uh, are non-believers, you know, somebody's out there praying for you, um, mm. and this is an answer to prayer, so let them know. Um, yeah. I think I told you I had a friend who uh, became a believer and she was afraid to tell anybody. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean why yeah, yeah i do so which actually i know we're going to talk about some other stuff uh, during our um uh, it's the little things segment um but i wanted to kind of touch on uh um that you know being um being v- more vocal with uh with our faith so we will talk about that later so i did i did scratch that down as a note Um, for something to talk about so anyway all right so we are at the little things the
1: little things
0: so we're going to talk about uh we we were going to talk about your trip you're going to tell us about that
1: yes so it was a uh it was amazing it was amazing so if you've listened you know we we don't we don't fly places when we travel we ended up uh going on a cruise this, uh, last week I was out and it was a big celebration. It was, uh, my daughter just recently got married. So it was her and her husband's honeymoon. It was our 23rd wedding anniversaries in March, my parents' 30th wedding anniversary in March, we went with my, uh, a really close friend of the family. Really, really close. Uh, it was her birthday. So it was like a big, just a big celebration this trip. And it was, uh, it was, it was was really, 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 really cool. I don't know you, you, I don't think you've ever been on a cruise, right?
0: I have not been on a cruise. I know you encourage me to go Uh, on a cruise, but I just don't, I'd rather get to where I got to go and get going and doing it. I don't want to like meander across the
1: ocean. (laughs) this is, this is probably the the one vacation where you know once you hit a certain point too like you're you lose cell phone unless you want to pay right so we're literally unplugged from from the world which sometimes needs to happen
0: yeah
1: forcefully and, and it worked out but <laughs> um yeah but it's just like it's it's y- there you don't have to wash dishes you don't have to cook i mean it's all taken care of the the people you meet are amazing um the people that work on the ship are amazing people Uh, always so helpful um just really really a pleasant time uh to relax and not have to think about work or Cleaning up or doing, you know, vacuuming, whatever the daily tasks are.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, you know, all the food is there, and we, you know, we didn't really overeat, but you know, they have some good meals on there, so it was.
0: I have heard that the chefs are incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah. the The food, is, well, we had dessert every night because it's like it's there. You got to order it, right? So. <laughs>
0: yes that's my as long as it's chocolate i'm good with that
1: all kinds of chocolate just every you know and every day was you could get some they they had a couple of staples like i think there was like a, a chicken breast and a steak and spaghetti but then you had other choices every day that were different yeah um and and same it was just it's it was a really uh i recommend it
0: well, uh, maybe I'll do that for a weekend or something. I don't know if I can do a whole week, but you guys went down, you said that you went to Central America.
1: Yeah. So we go, um, went to Honduras and that uh, in Honduras, we got to do this, um, excursion that included time with, uh, we went to the iguana rescue and we went to a monkey and sloth rescue as well. And it's, it's interesting, Honduras is a very, um, beautiful place, just lush and trees, but it is very poor. Um, and so to get to the different places we had to drive through Honduras, it was like a 30 minute drive, uh, to the rescues, but, and you, you kind of see it's, it's different than what poor is in America. I mean, it's a vastly different um but the people were great um we did some local shopping Uh, the the monkey the iguanas were cool being able to hang out with them uh they don't they're big too big big lizards we got to feed them um got to hold a sloth uh and the monkey experience was really neat too. I don't want to share everything that happened on the monkey, but I will say what's really neat is that um they they would get him to jump between us. And I I thought a monkey would be, you know, clawy or heavy. Not at all. I mean, then they weren't very big, but they were very light on their feet and they would land on your head and like you you didn't even really feel them. It was really, really cool. And we had some good pictures, uh uh on Facebook and, and stuff with that. And so it was really neat. And the next day we were in, uh, Costa Maya, Mexico, and we did a, we did a beach thing, which, and I don't, I'm not a beach person. Not, I don't like beach. I don't like, but I like this. It was kind of an all-inclusive thing. We had chairs, tons of shade, like there were sunspots, but then there was, it was a different kind of beach. It wasn't like, when I think of the beach, I think of this, this huge, sandy area with no shade. You know, it, it wasn't like that. It was, it was different. it was, it was, it was crowded, yeah. but that was fun. And then we also got to spend the day in Cozumel. Uh, we went downtown and, and went to like the market area and got to walk around and everybody's trying to sell you something, you know, uh, but it was neat. We actually stopped and had a drink, um at this place that was actually owned by a guy from Fort worth who moved there and decided to open up this little bar slash restaurant. Uh, cause he liked living in, in Mexico and got to talk with him for a little bit. He'd been down here like 25 years. Huh. So, uh, yeah. Um, he says he just, he's making a living. So,
0: well, you know, it's some people, you know, you know, God bless people like that, that they yeah. can just, you know, kind of kick back and, you know, sort of live that relaxed life. They're not, you know, looking to, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. You know, I, I know that sound, I it sounds very uh, romantic, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of like having the, although, you know, you never know. I mean, I was going to say, I love having the uh, comforts that we have here. So, I would hate to give up on <laughs> <You know, laughs> nothing I think he's living uncomfortably, but
1: I think the comforts are there too now. it's 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 different. I mean, if you I think now with the internet and everything, I think you can do pretty well,
0: yeah, I think you're right. i guess I guess so. <sighs> you know, there's something I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's a different atmosphere. Like it's not as busy and, and, and on the ship either. Like you're, you, you, you don't feel rushed to do anything. Everybody's laid back. The staff is just like, oh, you know, I, I think they try not to tell you no, but they, I mean, there's certain things you can't do, but they're, everybody's real helpful and it's just, oh, you want to do this? We'll try it this way or whatever, you know, it was. Yeah really 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 interesting we we got to we watched (laughs) we did uh like karaoke you know you get to watch the different people go up and do that and yeah that was fun Uh, did you sing? i did not i did not um that would not have been i and what here's the trick with karaoke you got to pick the right song
0: yes you do have to pick that you can't yes you do have to pick you have to pick a song that you, can, that you know you know you can sing.
1: Well, I don't think it's even that. I think it's because there were people that just couldn't sing, right? Yes. Right. But you could tell the ones that picked a song that everybody knew, like they didn't have to sing because everybody in the crowd sang it.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> right. True. But if you picked a song that was just not as popular or not as fun, like a really slow song, like yeah, got bored, kind of, and, you know. Nobody booed anyone. You know, you clap for everybody, but it just you could tell if they picked the right song, whether they could sing or not. Everybody. Yeah. Had.
0: Well, if you're singing a song that no, either they don't know or they don't really want to sing to, you're kind of on your own.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's
0: really- it, like, and if that's your goal that you want to be the soloist, <laughs> yes, that's the way right. to go. You know, I right. used to do karaoke in Jacksonville when I was living in Jacksonville, Florida. And I used, to, I loved doing karaoke. I thought it was so much fun. That was when I could actually sing. I can't do that anymore because I'm too do traveling. That no, I can't. And you know, it's funny. People don't realize, but uh, vocalists, it's a, it's a muscle, and it's muscle memory. And so, if you don't work it, it, it right. gets flabby, just like you know any other muscle does. So I don't sing as much as I used to. And so I've lost, uh, but also with acid reflux, which is what causes that graveliness that I have on any given day. Um, So I tend to not sing as much, you know, unless I'm in my car by myself (laughs) singing to Caleb, you know. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, well, I'm glad that you guys had such a good time.
1: We did. Yeah. Yeah
0: vacations are you know what i love the fact that you had that uh Raina had a very non-traditional uh honeymoon you know it was kind of cool that she you know kind of shared it with you guys and that's yeah. like so untraditional non-traditional whatever um that's cool that people yeah. i think people are more apt to do that now
1: i think so and i think you know it was fun going with a group because we got to eat together, we got to do different things together, and you know there are times when you want to not, but um no, it was fun. It was fun. We there were activities we didn't do with everybody, and some that we did with everyone. So it worked out. And we we as a family unit, like all of us, we like to play cards, mm-hmm. and so that was kind of hard finding a place to play cards because they have a card room, but they it was closed down for COVID or something, whatever. So trying to find a place for, you know, 10 people to play a card game was not easy, mm. but, um, that was a lot of fun. I mean, everybody, everybody's on vacation, so everybody's in a good mood and, yes. you know, everybody talks to everybody and
0: just yeah.
1: have conversations and yeah, it's neat learning where people are from. We met people from Odessa and Fort Worth and I met, you know, there was a couple people I met from San Antonio and New Jersey, so, or not, New, Rhode Island, Rhode Island, so.
0: Oh, you know, New Jersey, Rhode Island, it's easy to confuse. I, it's I all the same, They're both little states, you know, on the map, you can't, yeah. <laughs> For you, it's not, yeah. For us, that's, yeah, you don't do that. They were right. two different, yeah. Rhode Island's New England, and New Jersey's right. not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. I don't know where the divide is. I think Connecticut is the divide for New England. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. It's like Connecticut at North is yeah New England. <laughs> so anyway, well, cool. I'm really glad that you uh, you got to do that. That's really fun. So we were pretty mundane here. Nothing big. Nothing. Yeah. Just kind of you know muddling along, trying to you know thanking God that they're taking those mask mandates off. Woohoo! Yeah, you, know, you guys didn't have to worry about that there because most of it was gone anyway for you, right?
1: Yeah, I think they had just taken them off Yeah. Like a couple of weeks before. What's interesting, though, is like, so in the, when we left Galveston, you had to wear a mask inside the building, but then you could take them off with, on the boat. And when we were walking around Cozumel, pe- some people like had a mask, but nobody had it on. And we wanted to get water. So we walked into they have a circle K oh. in the market area. It was kind of interesting. So we walk in there and they yelled at us, put a mask on. And we didn't have our mask. So we turned and walked out. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was like, that's interesting. So huh. that's why we ended up at that bar slash restaurant to grab a drink, because we couldn't go in and buy a bottle of water.
0: Oh, that's so crazy. See, I usually carry one with me uh, no matter what because I don't know who's going to require it uh, or where. So I try to carry one, but they've pretty much gotten rid of it. The only places right now uh, are uh, like at the airport, still, Mm -hmm. uh, mass transit, hospitals, though you still have to wear a mask uh, there. But uh, I heard, I think. Hawaii is finally lifting their mask mandates. And I think I've heard that possibly by April 15th, I think they're talking about taking uh, mask mandates off of airplanes, Oh wow. which I'm like hoping that that's the case because we'll be flying. Actually, I think Gabriel and I are flying whatever the Good Friday is. So I don't think that's quite the 15th yet. I'm not sure, I don't even know my dates yet. But coming back, we will not have to wear, although get, although Rich is like, yeah, I, I don't think I'm gonna get on a plane without a mask yet. I don't think I'm there yet. I'm like, oh, I'm so there. I'm so stinking there. I already told Rich, I said, I don't care if they come up with a booster. I don't care, I'm done. I'm so flipping done with this whole thing. And again, we're not trying to be political. I'm just saying, I've done my due diligence. I've done all three. And I'm finished. I'm like, whatever. Ha- I'm pretty sure I've probably had COVID.
1: Right, right.
0: I'm just, I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm just like so tired of it. Yeah. So hang on a second, my dog is barking. Loki. Shush. It. <laughs> I didn't close so my far. door. Let me close my door. Hold on. Hey. And we are live. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so another thing that I wanted to, before we get off, because I know we're probably running over a little bit, but um, part one of the things I was thinking about today, and this kind of goes with what we've been reading, um, and Sharon and I were talking about it today when we were praying. Um, but uh, I, and I've heard this on Caleb as well. Uh, people are afraid to share their faith. And we talked about that today. Remember, we were just talking about that with my friend who became a believer. Um, And because they're afraid, they're going to be like judged or ridiculed. And I think what Paul is saying in here, besides being faithful, and I think we're going to read more about it, but I think we're supposed to be out there being the hands and feet of God. And um, we were praying about that today. We wanted to be, we wanted to be, um, if we're either planting seeds or watering seeds or harvesting the seeds, I I think the more you read, the more strong you're going to get and feel more comfortable uh, sharing your witness to people. Right. So I think that, you know, and and being a good example, um, you know, trying to, you know, again, going back to following the law, you know, if you're following the law, then it's not hard to be the hands and feet of Jesus, you know, just by doing the basics, you know, don't steal, don't lie, don't, don't covet, you know, honor your mother and father. I mean, these are just your net, your, you know, basic rules of engagement, you know? Yeah. But I think that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna use my friend, you remember John David? Yeah. So I use him as a good example because he's one of the strongest Christians that I know. And <clears throat> there's two things that he used to do, and I think I've mentioned this before, maybe, but he always said, God bless you. Like I, I always heard that in conversations with him. Like if he was on the phone talking and he'd always end the conversation with God, Well, God bless you, have a good day, or whatever it is. I think that just by saying those three words to people, if we could get, I'm I'm challenging people to do this um, because I think it's a good way to start. Um, when I pull up to the gate at the Marine base or at the Navy base, you know, and I have to show my ID and I always say, thank you, God bless you. Because um, I think that's a good way to start planting the seeds. know and and feeling more comfortable with it so maybe that's a good way to to get the word out there the other thing that i i also uh i credit him with is when people say pray for me it is so easy for us to say oh yeah yeah i'll pray for you and then you forget right you know later on and you don't mean to you're not you're not purposely doing that but You know, it happens. If I think that if we get into the habit and and Amanda Singer used to do the same thing, you know, and I'd say, oh, you know, we're having this difficulty. Can you pray? Let's pray right now. Right. Drop everything. It takes literally less than five minutes to just pray for somebody. And that's planting seeds. And that's, you know, that's a good way to start sharing your faith.
1: I think it shows love, too, which is what we're supposed to be doing. You know the yep. fact that you're going to stop and right there, I mean, that's that's showing you care about someone and you love them that you'll do it right there for them
0: absolutely. And I wish that I had saved the little saying I saw on Facebook yesterday about love. Uh, if I can find it, I'll find it. But there was somebody who wrote a little blip, and I'm not going to misquote it because I'll badger it, so I'm not even going to bother. But it was something about, doing something selflessly, you know, when we do, when we choose to do things selflessly for somebody's needs, that's love. It's something based upon that. I don't know exactly. I think I, I think I got pretty close to it, but yeah, I mean, it's all about love, you know, and, and, you know, that's what Jesus did. He loved people that that's why it boggles my mind that people are in such opposition of him because he is about love that's what's so crazy you know and it's like people are being persecuted because of the man who set the example for love it's crazy you know but that's what satan does that's what the enemy does you know he wants to ruin everything and make it all ugly so anyway well i think that's about it for us today did we cover we covered a lot
1: right Did we did
0: it was a lot, so uh, so I'm going to say thank you um, to those out there. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we know that this is kind of a long podcast today, but uh, we had a lot of catching up to do.
1: Right? We did. We did.
0: So so whatever time it is that you happen to be listening or watching, God bless you. Uh, morning, afternoon, evening, uh, and uh, we will see. I will see you on Monday um and jeremiah will be back next week
1: i'll be back next week
0: all right goodbye
1: bye